Love Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to Are You Instant Reaction Review? I am your what now? It's yeah. like you got me like the extra small headset fitted into my head. Yeah, sorry. I'm your host as always, uh, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me as always is uh, co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hi. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in. We have a crazy busy uh, this go around. We actually made it 90 minutes. So just in case, so the, may, the, the live finish, actual yeah. show is scheduled for 90 minutes. We might not make the whole thing, but well, knowing the way we babble, we have a lot of stuff we're going to do. And we're and uh, the Golden Globes are tonight, and uh, the Critics' Choice Movie Awards are I want to say Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> That's what I thought. And yeah, I'm so I'm so cool. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I I want it to be Friday. That's what keeps throwing me is that. I, I expect yeah. it to be like a Friday, like that's a big right. thing, but no. it's uh, Thursday. It's on the CW, and you definitely want to check that out. Um, but since we are in the height of awards right now, and we won't have another chance to do anything before the uh, CCMAs actually air, we're going to kind of go through some of the awards. Yeah. We're not going to necessarily talk about everything because there's no, too much. There's and, way too much. And, uh, but even... Mm-hmm not talking about everything, we could talk about it forever. Right. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, conveniently, the Golden Globes, we're not going to pick it apart and actually like go over the Golden Globes. And uh, the one thing we could have done maybe is do TV, but that's not really what we do so much right. here. Anyway, but uh, we're going to uh, go through and, and give our thoughts and everything. And the Golden Globe nominations... Apart from the fact that there's going to be a lot more of them, yeah, because you've just got really actor and Thanks and not the whole musical comedy and all that, yeah. right? Um, you've got pretty much the same nominees, yeah, going in both of these shows. So we're just going to stick with what the Critics' Choice ones are right. and and cover some of that. We are also theoretically covering Her, uh, August Osage County, and Lone Survivor, right. All of which, all of which, either open this week or greatly expand this week yeah. to where you can actually have a chance to see them in a, in a lot of places. So we're going to be covering those three movies, hopefully. But uh, the big thing is the awards. We're going to do a lot of talking about and a lot of movies, and then um, coming up so that no one forgets. Right next yeah. week. Actually, next week, I'm not sure what the movie will be. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure, but we will be doing a movie <laughs> and our own awards. Right. Now that we're right in the uh, heat we're in the of now. the award season, but we will have a movie going on in there as well because right. something opens next week, and yeah. uh, it might be the Jack Ryan. Well, it's, I, it's I'm not Jack sure. Ryan. It's the Devil's Due It'll probably be Jack Ryan. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll cover something, and we'll do our awards. And if you haven't been listening for a year or the last couple of weeks, uh, you may not know, our awards are the awards for things that uh, we say could not get nominated. Although technically, I mean, they probably could. Right. At least some of them, depending on what they picked. But they didn't. They're 
very unlikely to. They're in maybe a, a genre that's not necessarily or or for some reason they got overlooked in a in a big way, like in a scarlet way. Or right, or <laughs> so it's uh, it, it couldn't get nominated except we play a little loose with that. Right. Maybe it could have, and uh, we just do the big five. Yeah. Awards, you get these special awards that we have to come up with a name for. Uh, you know, I, email us in, tell us what our award should be called. <laughs> that, that's, that will be cool. It's our second annual, whatever they are, award. Right. So we've got that coming up next week. The week after that, it will, uh, the whole show, I think, we might slip a movie in in a really fast way or something like that. Right. So just so we can say we did, but it's going to be our best and worst lists, which is always interesting and everybody yeah. wants to know what lists are and everything yeah. and especially you know this year uh, as we as as time goes on it'll be like you know seven or eight years from now right. let's, let's imagine that yeah. we're still doing this right and that year we'll we'll be saying this was a weird year right. because you know right. every year is a weird year somehow right yeah. this year for me really when we get to the worst of the year list that's the weirdest thing for me this year. Too many, is, too many is the on. worst. Yeah, yeah because uh, as we all know, I don't love lists, and and I I don't like doing the best. I don't like doing various things with lists. And you love lists. I love them. And you love putting them together. And I love you love going. You love saying this one's nine and not ten, and right. I can tell you exactly why yep. it's better than ten or whatever yep. it is. <laughs> and uh, I don't love them so much. The list usually don't have any problem with is worst of the year. Right. That is year after year after year. What I usually do there is I usually have like six or seven movies mm-hmm. and I go, these are the worst and I can right. tell you exactly which one is the absolute worst. And then I have to go, uh, you know, I want to make it ten, so I have to go, eh, well, all right, fine, that's right. the worst or whatever. Right. As opposed to, like, best list, where, you know, I have 50 movies I want to be on the list, yeah. and I have to pick down, right? God almighty, do I have a long list I've of worst my, movies. I've made mine already. It's hard. It is so weird yeah. to to have that. There were even movies that, there were movies that were so bad this year that as I was, I, I go whole year, yeah. uh, uh, the whole list of releases, like the serious releases, right? right? Uh, because it's not a thousand movies, right? No. But I go through the whole list and I just make sure that I'm kind of remembering everything, right? And there were movies so bad this year that there were two movies on my list yeah. that I said, was that really this year? I like tried to block, <laughs> block it out it of out. my mind so much yeah. that I said, no, come on, that was no. that was more That's than uh, eight months ago yeah, or whatever no. it was. But no, all this year. So uh, that's the big plan for today. We're going to be going over the Critics' Choice. Uh, obviously, you're going to be watching the Golden Globes tonight. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's listening should will, will be wrapped with attention to the Golden Globes. You want to run through the three films? That's what, and then yeah, that's what we're going to do. So uh, we're going to go through the Critics' Choice. This will give you plenty of information to go into the Golden Globes with. And uh, hopefully be very prepared on Thursday, especially after the Golden Globes already happen. Um, and then, right. and then the show's over. I get to go vote for the Critics' yeah. Choice Awards right. because I have to vote like right now. Like, yeah, I, I don't even know. It's like midnight tomorrow or something is it is, is uh, the deadline on voting. Anyway, 
But yeah, before we do that, because we'll probably spend a fair amount of time on that, we're going to, uh, since we've the new format, kicked over to uh, trying to rate things at the beginning of the show, right? We're going to give you the ratings of the movies. You're going to have to come back. Then we're going to do uh, our whole uh, Critics' Choice predictions, yep. uh, whatever, wherever that takes us. <laughs> then we're going to try and get to actually reviewing the movies yep. uh, as as we get down there. So uh, let's go with I'm going to I'm going to choose my own fun order for this. Oh really? And, and I'm going to I'm going to say it's complete. I'm going to wink. Mm, that's not it. Uh, okay, so August Osage County. <laughs> yeah, this is how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, I I have to give uh, that one a three. That That's as high as I can rate that. So we're out of ten, as uh, right. people, right. some long-time listeners may not know if they haven't been around for a while. We switched to ten. So, um, you know, I kind of want to give that even less. Yeah, um, because there was a lot to hate about it for me. <laughs> there were the only reason I I give that even the three stars that I give it is uh, a lot of the supporting characters and uh, the uh, the third sister that we can't remember her name. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, but I and uh, uh, Chris Cooper I thought Chris who was awesome. And uh, Sam Shepard, unfortunately, God, I wish he was in for yeah. even like three Just more minutes, minutes or yeah. something, right? Yeah. He he was good even not doing anything, yeah. which, which is just right. Um, I liked a lot of the supporting characters, and there were a couple of scenes, even in the midst of how much I did like this movie, there were a couple scenes that I thought, all right, that was a cool scene, yeah. and uh, if only I could watch that that fits better in. Right. right. <laughs> I would be a happy camper. Yeah. Um, the overall story is not really my thing, and it's not even supposed to be, but I, you know, I felt like I had to give it a little bit for effort of some of the people. So it was like A for effort, but execution not so good. Kind of. And not not only that, but it's uh, the execution could only ever be so valuable to me because this, I hate the story. I hate the way it was translated. I even hate certain things that were added to the movie that clearly weren't in the play. Yeah. Um, but they threw in for the movie because uh, maybe there's something that relates to the part where Meryl Streep runs away across the field, but you can't yeah, right, do that right, in the play, right? right? Yeah, they yeah, made yeah. that for the movie, right. and it was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. It was meaningless. Uh, Julianne Nicholson, that's, Julianne Nicholson is the one we're thinking of. <laughs> right, she me, was great. If I rattle off, and we're going to go through these quick, but if I rattle off like Meryl Streep, Julia Roberts, Sam Shepard, Chris Cooper, Ewan McGregor, Benedict Cumberbatch, Margot... Uh, Martindale. Martindale, thank you. If I say all these people are in a big, you know, drama, you're expecting it better seven, be good. Eight, nine. You're expecting <laughs> right. Oscar bait. And if I give it the grade I'm going to give it, which is a five, then that should tell you everything because it's right. so underperforms. There's a lot of problems. There's all these things that go wrong with it and we'll get to it. But right. I'm surprised you rated it that high even. Five uh, for me is three was way all I could well, do. That was as think, good as it could be for me. I know, and I and I know most of the reasons why. For me, you know, if we're working on a scale of ten, five is average. And if I say this film five out of ten with the star caliber it has, 
that's actually a tricky way of saying it's less than that. Right. That but it is. Terrible, but it is. Right. This is. This becomes for its fault. It's so much less than it should be. It, it, exactly. Rating, it should really, be at right. least a seven and a half. But right. it's not. It's a five. Right. So, and in that way, that's a tongue in way of saying it's really bad. Right. But okay. Uh, so, like, we we will get lost in. Right. It, all of a sudden, it will it'll be ten away. minutes later, and we'll still be talking right. about, about the movie. So, uh, Lone, Lone Survivor. Yeah. This is um, going to be a weird one for me. I don't know about you. I'm wondering where you're at on this. Yeah, I don't even have a guess where you are. <laughs> and uh, this is one uh, we didn't watch it together, so that right. that will that's always weird, actually. Yeah, because there is sometimes a semblance. Of, it's like, weird too because uh, people sometimes email us and ask us if we really see the movies together. Do, do you guys really just go to the theater yeah. and sit there and stuff? Yeah. And uh, it's funny because Skittles. it's very strange to like show yeah. up now and go Lone Survivor and and we didn't watch it together. Right. And it's not like we even talk during the movie. No. But you know <laughs> what happened. You do. Anyway, somehow. You get up the the weird osmosis of yeah. knowing well, what now people I know are you, thinking. Right, and now, I mean, I've known you long enough anyway, but now I know when you're watching a film, if your posture changes to this, I'm yeah. like, Mark's unhappy, you know, <laughs> or Mark's really excited, he's going for the popcorn. Right, or he you starts I mean? throwing right. stuff at the screen. <laughs> talking to the right. screen, it's not a good time. I've been <laughs> there for that. Uh, okay, Lone Survivor. So now... It, now, here's the thing for me, and I'll get plenty of emails, and you can send your emails about anything <laughs> you want to, to uh, questions at com. Right. Uh, you go to ruscreen.com, there's a contact page, or the direct route, whatever. I just feel like this is the weirdest story, and that made it really weird for me to watch the movie. And I've got to throw out that uh, I'm not a war movie guy. If, right. If you know, everyone has their genres and yeah. and you know nine times out of ten if it's like a sci-fi or fantasy movie, I'm probably going to be lenient because right. I want it to be good. Yeah. Right. If it's a Me war too. movie, I don't care anyway. Right. Yeah. Not that there aren't some great war movies that I like, Doesn't have but just in general, right. So it's got that going against it already. But for me, this is the strangest story. And that could be because I'm anti-war movie, but it's if this movie was called God, the government is stupid, right? It could have been the same movie for me, yeah. or uh, like the military has no idea what they're doing, part two, or you know whatever. It's like everything that happened. Like I'm watching the movie, going really that. <laughs> Next week's show will be brought to you by the Homeland Security Office. <laughs> exactly. That's Mark East. I just thought I just thought it was so strange yeah. that it was uh, <laughs> there were so many things in the movie that I just thought that just seems dumb. Right. Well, so why am I watching that? I don't want to watch a movie where it could, <laughs> you know this is like another one of those examples. If this happened, and you know then you get into a whole other thing with the government pretending what did or right. didn't happen, right. and somebody making a movie of real events yeah. by the yeah. book of the guy. But I'm like, if that's really how all those guys got killed in that helicopter, pretend something else right. happened right. or do right. something else with it because I'm going. How did that? Really? Yeah. They just fly up there. It, it, there's 20 guys in this helicopter going to rescue other people, and they just fly there like alone. With They don't come. You know, at the end of the movie, it was a very weird thing for me, the end of the movie, all these Apache helicopters show up and just start lighting up this yeah. whole thing. 
know, if you'd have done that 90 minutes ago. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't know. So it, it was just weird. But at the same time, I loved Mark Wahlberg in this movie. And even to the extent that I like him in general. Yeah. But I kind of didn't want to like him. Yeah. And I I couldn't. I, I liked him anyway. I, I, I did want to. But anyway, like, we'll go through the movie more. But for me, this was like a six. And I almost would be okay with it being more, except that that's kind of all I can get out of it. It's This one, I... I almost have to write off my opinion of it in general because I almost don't like this one largely in theory. Right. And that's not fair. Right? (laughs) Right? I mean, I have to to call myself on on not being fair to it or something. But as a movie, I liked a lot of the stuff that it did. And I, I liked almost all the actors. I liked most of the writing worked pretty well for me, except that, you know, at some point I think we just should have changed the story. Like, yeah. the, I don't... It, uh, the story well, d- almost doesn't even make any sense yeah. at it's some point. It's taken a bit of flack from people who've read the guy's book and have seen the film, and they're like, a lot of differences. And I would expect in something that was, I'm doing the air quotes here, quote-unquote, real-life you know, story. Right, I mean, I hope there's... The government is going to redact a bunch of it anyway. They're not going to say exactly what happened. But um, in, a, in a weird way, this is almost like a little bit of a flip from Orange uh, County because I'm giving it a five. And that, again, is average. But right. the things that I really liked about this film were only brought down by some of the stuff that I really hated. Like, if, if a couple of the things that I didn't like were fixed, this would be a seven. Right. Like, it's... It, and I'm a... I'm a the director um, and I like his style of films and this is kind of a weird one for him but it, it feels in so many different ways not like the experience it wants to give you right and we'll get into that later and, too and but I'm this is kind of like a five half the people that I'm you wouldn't normally be like traditionally really excited but like I don't often Taylor Kirch yeah, no, he, he's not really Emil excited Hirsch and, Emil Hirsch and yeah. Taylor Kitsch or whatever it, right actually I thought he was awesome. I thought yeah. in, a, in a weird way, he was the best part of that group of guys. And that's what got me really watching the film longer. And then as it really went on, because it's a two-hour right. and one-minute movie. And I mean, there's right. a problem in that. And there too. there are problems uh, apart from the fact that I think the story is a little odd at best. But, uh, like, one of the problems for me is I would have loved it if they would have uh, flipped the timetable on this movie. Mm-hmm. If he would have, you know, by the time he gets to where he actually kind of gets rescued by other yeah. regular people in Afghanistan, right. you know, everything is like we're falling down the stairway to the end. Mm-hmm. It's like we're just, it, okay, that happened. It's almost like that's really the end, but we have like 20 minutes of yeah. story we better put in, and we just sprint through it as fast as we can. Yeah, And if we would have had... The movie is ju- like just over it's two just hours. Over two hours, and it's ninety minutes of one part, one, yeah. and it's like twenty minutes of another part, yeah. and whatever. And if they would have flipped that almost exactly, I would have probably liked it yeah. a lot better. Because how how much do we really look at them sitting in the trees? Yeah. And and then it just kind of different things got boring, and then the whole firefight part, which is fine, but goes on too long. Mm-hmm. And for me, it went on so long that I was kind of thinking, they got to have something else. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they have, they have like grenade launcher attachments on their guns, yeah. and they don't do anything with them. Yeah. And and the thing that was weird for me, and, and you know, not that I'm like the next military or anything, right? right? But the thing that was weird for me is all the guys they're ever going to have are coming right now. Right. If you just kill all of those guys, that's really it. Yeah. You have lots more guys you can bring. I mean, within a reasonable time anyway, right? I mean, they got more guys to bring from somewhere. Right. But I'm thinking, and you can't do anything to get out of there. I don't know. It seemed yeah. really weird. And actually, the whole moral question I thought was weird when they left people go, but we'll, we'll get, get to we'll, that. We'll get right. into more of that stuff later. Okay, so, uh, yeah, her. Yeah. All right, you go first. I, I went first her, on the other two. Her is a really interesting film for a different series of reasons, again, and we'll get into the bigger part of it later, but it's, I love, a, it's, I love a, hell, her. it's a hell of a mix of three her, movies, too. Her, it really <laughs> is one of these films that, for me, one of the pitches for the whole thing that we're doing kind of came about, which is this is the kind of film my instant reaction is, I want to go get a bite to eat with someone and talk about it. Right. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about her. Right. Um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, because I, I could go on and give a little quick right. review, but we're going to try to get I was. I'm, I'm rated a nine. Yeah. And it, it was surprising how much I wound up really liking her, even though Spike Jones did it. And I'm a big Spike Jones fan. Right. You know, I mean, there's just all the components Except that, there. You know, he's he's in a very strange place in the universe because yeah. there's almost some weird thing where people think he makes a lot more movies. Than he's only does. made like six films. I know, and, and a few short. And things. not only that, it's yeah. like he he did Where the Wild Things Are. That was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Before that, the last feature film that he made was Adaptation. Right. It was like in two thousand two. That, that was a decade ago. And then <laughs> before that, it was Being John Malkovich. But he's one of these guys who you think. He must have done as many films as Scorsese by now. Right, but he really has it on one hand. But when his next film comes out, you right. know, people they'll hey, another film by Spike Jones, and people will be saying, "Isn't aren't we about it like his fiftieth movie right. or something?" Like, and he, it's you not, just think he's made a not, lot of movies. It's not this thing where he gets confused with Spike Lee because that's too <laughs> easy. Just the first thing. Right. It's just Spike Jones. His name and his face pop up. He's frequently. just out there. He's just whether yeah. it's with the Jackass guys. He right. was constantly right. doing things with them. Or bad grandpa or whatever. Right. Try to forget that. I know that'll be. On yeah, the list. he wrote that. that you know, yeah, and it's just he's one of these guys because I remember telling someone I liked it, and they're like, "Well, what's your favorite Spike Jones film? Is this it?" And I'm like, "I only have to pick between three or four. <laughs> you know, and we got into an argument about it. I'm like, "You're wrong. He's only done a few films. Right. Like, go look." So right, and especially if you're talking about anything recent. I mean, he, you know, he, he does he does music videos all yeah, the time, right. and he's he's, he's always he's working, working on something. Right. He makes tons of short films yeah. all over the place and stuff. For like full feature films, so uh, anyway, I I was nine and a half, and I yeah I, I really as soon as the movie ended, I wanted to be ten. Yeah, I mean, I really really wanted to say, look, man, ten. Right. And there are three four things about the movie that rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah. But for the most part, I could overlook them. But they're still there, and they're there enough that I could say, God, I, I just can't go all, like, all the way to 10. Right. And I really want to. But, man, did I love yeah. And that's... I, I even completely threw out, really, my whole Joaquin Phoenix rule. I liked it yeah. so much that I said, you know what? I'm not going to... I'm not going to throw that at this film, right? anyone who doesn't know or hasn't been listening very often, the film stars, you know, Joaquin Phoenix, 
it pretty much just tumbles two stars. It's minus two stars. Immediately, right, right out of the gate. It's, it, the best it can do is eight. That's so right. the fact that this has got nine and a half, that's right. all By the time it was over, I was just like, man. And, I, you know, I, I will admit when things do not go the way that I predict that right. maybe they will go. Not that I ever really said he was a terrible actor or anything. I no. just I just hold his choices against him, right? Right. But he's really good yeah, at this. I mean he is really good. He's he's just you know what? It, for people that have a problem with him, if they're really serious about it and it's not just his face, you know, not right, right. but if like I hate his face, I don't like seeing him. Right. If you have a problem with him and you watch the performance as nuanced and as layered and as subtle therefore as complicated and incredible as right. it is you can't not recognize it. And, and you know, you don't have to say it's the best of, film you've seen or the best film this year, but you have to say, look, that's an amazingly good performance. That, that's a guy who can act, right? Yeah. And and not only that, but one of the things that really stood out to me is, and then we'll stop and we won't keep going with the movie, but one of the things that stood out to me was the things that ought to come off right. goofy that don't, yeah. that you go, no, it's okay. Yeah. Like uh, when he's first... Uh, when that thing first pops up and says, "Tell me about your relationship with your," yeah, or or whatever, yeah, and he starts going on, it it's it's perfectly fine and it should be awful, yeah, it, it, it yeah. should be horrible that all of a sudden yeah. he starts babbling about his mom to his computer, computer right? Yeah. But it and it's yeah. amazing that it works. Yeah. It's it's unreal, really. Okay, so... Uh, we'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah, we will get In back to the way. movies, and we're going to uh, jump out with the uh, Critics' Choice nominations and and talk about, basically, I think, kind of predictions to a certain extent will win, but also, far more importantly, what should win. And we're not going to... For anyone and, listening and who wants right. us to get to the films, we're not going to go through every category. We're just going to... No, no, right. Top, right. Um, Picture, director, actor, actress, and and, uh, and we'll see. You know, supporting actress and and something. Who knows? We'll we'll run through right. some of but them anyway, and then we know, just won't actually talk about. Yeah. And what we are going to skip is um, the critics' choice. Also have uh, comedy and action. Right. Yeah. And we're just going to skip yeah. that for for <laughs> our purposes here or whatever. <laughs> for ourselves. Before stuff. we jump in there too, I wanted to throw out one. A uh, quick thing that uh, there are a couple of movies that I just watched on Netflix on the uh, instant streaming. So, mm-hmm. so he knows they're available. Right. Um, one of them was uh, Upside Down. That yep. was a movie that came out this year. Yep. Uh, it's uh, mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst, and you know I can't remember the main the main the main guy's name. It's a very weird sci-fi movie. It's a really interesting. Starts out with a really crazy premise, and you know what it reminds me of more than anything is uh, reading the uh, sci-fi analogies of like short stories, where they just get a bunch of people, and it's just like you know, here's our March version. We got five people to write a short story, whatever. Because those are always things where it's like, okay, here's a crazy premise, and Mm -hmm. let's see what happens with with it. it. And and that's what this was. And at at the beginning of the movie, when it starts out, it just felt so like that. Right. It's got a a great visual look to it. It's Mm -hmm. really cool. Have you have you seen that one? I haven't seen the the whole thing yet. It's it's uh, it never manages to really fully be like a great movie where you have to go oh my god this is awesome but it was so much fun and it was 
very cool movie, and the whole weird premise is that there's these two planets that are like right next to each other, yeah. <laughs> that are right next to each other, but they have their own gravity, mm-hmm. and everything that comes from one planet is only gravitationally attracted to the other planet. So if we grabbed you and stuck you on the other one, yeah, you would instantly be like pulled down right. to the other one. And they're so close that it's like their atmospheres are connected. Like you have to duck sometimes. If you're on the 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 movie starts out that if you're the guy is this super tall mountain on one planet and the girl is on the super tall mountain on the other planet and they can almost get to each other whatever I mean it's they're that close you look up and you see the cities the other ones right overhead yeah it's really bizarre and uh, crazy a lot of fun and the other one is uh, Jack Reacher which is a movie that we never got to right we never got to, and when we were first seeing the the uh, previews for it, we you know rolled our eyes right. and sighed and stuff. I still haven't seen it, but I heard it was a really and uh, it's on Netflix. Netflix. It is a crazy fun movie. Yeah, this, I, I watched it, and the whole time I was like more and more surprised, yeah. and I couldn't believe it. It was a very cool movie. Yeah, um, it even had a car chase scene that went on for a while. And I liked it, wow. and that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it it was it was very fun, and it's you know it's got some action, but it's this it's ultimately down to uh, trying to solve this case. And Tom Cruise plays Jack Reacher, who's this you know, kind of super military guy who then like just disappeared, right? And like went off the grid or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, and he's trying to figure out what's going on in, in this weird case. And it, it's just really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, Warner Herzog is the main bad guy. Yeah. And that's just crazy that's enough fun. to be yeah, fun. Anyway. Okay. So uh, Critics' Choice Awards. So if we uh, if we start from the bottom. So we've got like best score and best song and stuff. And we're not going to do that. But uh, best documentary. I thought we should at least just kind of run through what those are. And the nominations are The Act of Killing. Blackfish, which could not get more attention mm-hmm. for a documentary movie. Um, Stories We Tell, Tim's Vermeer, and uh, 20 Feet from Stardom. And I have to confess, I haven't seen Tim's Vermeer. That's like the only you know one. It's, it's one of the films earlier this year I put on a list to find anywhere and go see it. If it was a, right. like a, there's an art house about 40 minutes from where we do the show, and they sometimes have films like that. Right. I thought Tim's Vermeer, not only just because it's got pendulum you know, backing it and in it. I just love the story of it. Right. It looks like a fun documentary. It, it, it looks cool, mm-hmm. and uh, I've not seen that one. Um, this is a hard one to predict, actually, because Blackfish is getting a lot of attention, but it's actually getting so much attention that it's almost at the backlash yeah. point now where people don't want to like it anymore. Mm-hmm. If the awards had been, like, three months ago, it would have won easily. Yeah. But now it's it's so weird how stuff like that happens. But yeah. now it's gone on so long that people aren't paying as much attention to it. And uh, the story and the act of killing are massive favorites at this point, yeah. I think. Um, I think they're pretty close. They are both the ones that everyone's talking about yeah. that everyone is saying should win it's like those two movies and for me between the two of those I like the stories we tell that's what I would say should win is it going to win I think between those two it's really hard to predict they may this might be the three way race that they take each other away and Blackfish sneaks in it could it could Black, actually be for anybody who doesn't know real quick Blackfish is the thing. don't 
recognize the title. It's the big expose leading up to all the cruelty that's happening at SeaWorld. Yeah, it's the whole SeaWorld Everybody's thing. Everybody's talking about it at water coolers. Yeah, hearing it's it mentioned crazy. in articles. Right. You know, so. And uh, that, I mean, I'm expecting that to happen. Actually, I'm expecting those two films to weaken it, each it other. Really, Blackfish. It really could be one of those. And uh, 20 Feet from Stardom is really good. Um, but it's just it, right now. It's just not getting the attention mm-hmm. that it, I it's think. I think it's a major player, yeah. or has a real serious chance. But um, best foreign language. We've got uh, Blue is the warmest color. The Great Beauty, The Hunt, The Past, and Wadija. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. Um, this one is now what's going to win? The Great Beauty and The Hunt getting a lot of attention right now. Blue is the Warmest Color came out way early in the year. Yeah. So that is, in a, a, in a sense, yeah. going to probably hurt it some. Yeah. I actually haven't heard too many people say too much about Blue is the recently. Me either. So, but months ago, it was all so people tough. were talking about. Right. It was huge months ago. But not anymore. And now it seems like The Great Beauty and The Hunt are probably... Yeah. I, you know, I don't know how that's going to go. Is this one where people aren't talking about it because they just go, oh, yeah, it's blue is the warmest color, right. and, and I don't, no one even needs to talk about it? Right. Or where is that going to go? I'll, I'll throw something out uh, right now and tell you my pick is blue is, blue is the warmest color is on my top ten list Yeah. <laughs> without even worrying about what. <laughs> whether language, it's whether it's foreign language. language or not, yeah, that movie was awesome. Yeah, I loved that movie, and that's also the movie where you know it's got like a fairly long, right. very graphic sexual scene. Yeah, like somewhere like the half hour mark or forty minute mark right. or something like that, which as anybody knows is the key to getting you to and, love a movie. And so exactly, and so that can be you know that's a fickle thing with That's voting a, right. things. Whether it's uh, the Golden Globes, uh, the Academy, yeah. that could go either way. Right. You know, sometimes that would be the greatest thing that ever happened to you. Yeah. Sometimes that would be like, I'm not voting for that. Right. You know, it all depends it on how so, it goes. It, it, no puns or anything going on here, but it just seemed like it was so warmly received ago right that nobody was even going to worry about it right and you know the, like that it, the funny it the thing right. was it took a while before anyone even mentioned it yeah. at first everyone yeah. was going hey this movie's awesome right. and then it was you know it was like a month or six weeks later everyone started going hey there's uh this massively right. gra- it's very graphic too it's not like yeah it's not like they have sex a lot they you know show nudity a lot it's a serious Sex right. scene. I mean, it, right. it's very serious. But man, is it good! Yeah. And uh, all the actors are great in it. It's weird. But anyway, that's a great movie. I feel like that's going to win. Except it's super hard to predict right now. It is. I feel like just how good it did and how much buzz it got. I think that's enough. I think it almost, even though it's slowing down at the end of the. Right, it's, it's just tricky it's when you come still, out so it, it early. Had so yeah. big of a lead, right. but I still think even if it peters out a bit, it's going to be all right. Right. All right. So uh, foreign language. All right. Then we got a bunch of uh, sci-fi movie actor and actress in a comedy and all that comedy skit. Okay. Best animated feature. So the nominees are The Crudes, Despicable Me Too, Frozen, Monsters University, and The Wind Rises. And, you know, for me, this is a year that it really, really kills me that The Wind Rises came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, uh, it's 
in trouble. It's really good. But here's the problem with it. <laughs> it's not really for kids. Yeah. And so it doesn't say that it has to be best animated. No, no, no. It, it, let's, it, it let's totally does, It doesn't have to be, Just but it are. has <laughs> You know, I mean, if you want to win, it right. kind of, it has to be at least kind of for kids. Right. Or that's just not what people are going to vote for, unless, uh, once again, it's some sort of real fluky thing, you know. Right. But not only is it not for kids, it's not, you know, it's not like uh, <laughs> Miyazaki doesn't have other movies that are not particularly for kids. Right. Right. I mean, right. Uh, Spirited Away is not exactly not for kids. You want to drop it in, right. Um, but in a way, it's at least close enough. And yeah. this is like. A guy, he builds planes, used in a war. It's 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 very odd, right? Yeah. And but it is really good. It's really really good. It it could probably be one of my maybe in the in the top three of his movies, and I love yeah, all of his, his movies, films, yeah. right? Um, but this is like a frozen no-brainer of the highest order. I think yeah. that's what's going to win. It's definitely what I think should win, right? Uh, if if that didn't win, I would be so super. That would be a shock to me if that didn't win. And and what it has to go against, Monsters University can't win. The, well, this the, is what I no way gonna, that's. Gonna I was just going to say, if it doesn't win, The Wind Rises will beat it because the other things that it's up against, no slight intended to them, they're not as good. Right. Only it other just, the only other thing that might have like. That's even going to get votes, I yeah. would say, is the Croods. A right. lot of people like the Croods a lot more than we did. And, yeah. and we liked it. We did like it. It was good, right. but it didn't blow either of us away. Right. But a lot of other people liked it a lot more than we did. Yeah. So it could theoretically get votes, but I think this is a frozen. slam this dunk is frozen for zero. Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got uh, hair and makeup, costume design. All of the things that uh, let American Hunt, lots of uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of nominations, art direction, cinematography. I love cinematography. I know, and, but we don't talk yet, about that here. But we don't talk. <laughs> we don't talk we about it here. We rarely bring. I it up. think I think it's really cool. I am just gonna say uh, cinematography. Just the movies you've got: Grab Inside Lewin Davis, Nebraska Prisoners, and Twelve Years a Slave. And the only reason I'm gonna say anything about it is because that's a weird mix of it movies. Is to be the nominees in that category. In in any given year, right. the movies look a lot more like each other yeah, they, than that. Space and slavery and contemporary and, and, and black even, and white. And even inside Lewin Davis, um, you know, in a lot of years, that wouldn't even be remotely in contention right. just because people would not pay attention to the cinematography that happens in that movie. Right. Because, you know, there's other things that they want to nominate for that, largely, I have to say, because uh, they don't really know what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you got a quick, I mean, a real quick pick. We don't have to stay on it long, but what do you think? Uh, you know, if, your, if, it was, if it was me, and this is really probably weird, but if it was me, I would pick Prisoners. I think 12 Years a Slave is going to get it just based on the fact that people want to vote for that for something and don't think they're going to vote for it for a lot of the other things. Oh. See, I thought it's you were going to say the even, other way. It's thought, not even going to be you think which 12, do we really think right. is the best cinematography. I think it's going to get a lot of votes based on that. I'm surprised you think 12 Years a Slave will get it over Gravity, which is just that, a cinematographer. 
that explosion. That could be that, but I, I'm purely basing this on what I think screwy people are going to do. Not based <laughs> yeah, on that, it, that it's really that. the okay. next best choice or anything like that. But that is true. Gravity is kind of in the same boat. I mean, um, it's just, as it's 12 a, Years a Slave, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to try to vote for a lot of gravity things mm-hmm. because a lot of people love that a lot more than we did, too, and, yeah. and want to vote for it for something. So that one could be yeah. tricky. I think um, I think my pick <laughs> for the movie that I think probably when I watched it, I actually thought, man, that is yeah. like some serious yeah. work. I was the most impressed with that movie's cinematography, although I will say, as much as I didn't like Gravity, it was really good, too. It's amazing to watch. But but the movie yeah. didn't do it for me. But, you know, if you were if you had the sound off or something and you were watching movies <laughs> based were, on nothing else... And instead of being colored with Bullock blinds, you just never saw her. Yeah, that, that would probably be good. Okay, um, uh, screenplay. Now, we've got adapted and original, and I think we should do uh, screenplay. Um, adapted, yeah. adapted screenplay, we've got August Osage County, Before Midnight, Captain Phillips, Philomena, 12 Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. And uh, it, I think if we just rule out August Osage County as, for me, a movie that shouldn't have even been nominated, <laughs> because oh, man, I'm, I'm going to come right out and say that. I, I just I don't think it's a screenplay that's well adapted. So right. how can it be nominated for for best adapted screenplay? I think uh, what should win, and you know this is a, a this is a tricky one for me here because I I wonder about Before Midnight uh, really legitimately being an adapted screenplay in in a super honest sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because uh what it's adapted from is <laughs> really like the first draft of the screenplay. Right. I mean, so right. so I don't know. That one seems weird. Maybe that's by the rule though. I, 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 I love I love that movie, but yeah, it could be just that's the way the rule that's, that's the way the hammer falls. Right. Philomena I think is really good. Uh, you know, I think for me I have to give that to Twelve Years a Slave. Mm-hmm as an adapted screenplay. And uh, The Wolf of Wall Street's out, um, and Captain Phillips is out, for me. Yeah. Um, just because I, I don't think they're, they're great. They're certainly in a lot better category than August Osage County. But um, I think 12 Years a Slave is probably going to win, yeah. and I think it probably should. Among If those are what we have to work with right. as the nominees, I agree. that's where I would be on that. Screenplay: American Hustle, Blue Jasmine, Her, Inside Lewin Davis, and Nebraska. And I think uh, it's going to be a pretty easy win for American Hustle as far as what's going to win. Right. Um, I would write in because they missed something fantastic, and we talked about this great. briefly. All is lost, which is the Robert Redford film that has two lines of dialogue in it. The screenplay <laughs> is about 16 pages long. I think that's the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> and I wish it would. You would write that in. Because in a weird just way, on all this law, just on a point of principle, that if you can make a two-hour film out of a 16-page screen, I mean, I'm guessing, it's really not, in average terms, a page of a screenplay is a minute of screen time. Right. So for anybody out there who didn't know, like I'm basically saying there's nothing out here. All it is is Robert Redford 
just doing stuff quietly. Right. And, but and it's, it's a very you know, interesting movie, and he's really great in it. But the fact that it's just got to be the shortest screenplay <laughs> of all time because there's only two lines of dialogue, right. and then there's another chapter, you know, another paragraph where it's like still drifting. Right. Drift right. some more. And, and I would write that in on a point of reference. You know, for people who may not be super familiar, and uh, even people who think they are pretty familiar, but yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that maybe think about the possibility that you're not. Right. If you're really a movie fan, you should read some screenplay. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, it is such a weird world. Read the screen. My <laughs> suggestion is to read the screenplays of the films that are your favorite and see how they see how they're written and right. then read some screenplays for films that you actually didn't like. Right. And see and, how they're different. And see and what happens with that. And especially, you know, like All Is Lost. You know, if you there could be a there could be a book of All Is Lost. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. Right. <laughs> right. It, yeah. It could be a book, that would right? Be a and and really you just have, I guess, you know, him thinking a lot of stuff. For a fair amount of time, yeah, right? Right. But uh, you translate that into screenplay. You no. know, screenplays do not work the way that a lot of people think they right. do. You know, there could be a, a like, <laughs> there could at times, depending on what's going on, right, right? There could be like a half a page of a screenplay that takes up like ten minutes right. or something right. with because it'll, you know, the screenplay just says. It's, stuff happens. It's stage The bank gets right. robbed. Right. Or, you know, whatever. And then yeah. you watch that happen forever. Right. right? Well, yeah. People, uh, people normally think a screenplay is like prose. It's just with different direction. It right. isn't. It's stage direction with dialogue. Right. And everything else is up to the cinematographer, the director, the actors, what they come up with. So, yeah. Right. It's, it's a lot more uh, open a thing yeah. than people think it is. You so, know? Anyway. I'm just reading a play, so... Um, so I think uh, American, yeah, American Hustle. I think American thing. Hustle has that wrapped up. I think you know I really, really like I, I, <laughs> I really liked American Hustle, right? Yeah. Now in this category though, uh, for the screenplay, I really like you know I would like all these movies to win. Actually, yes. I think this is a this is a very special category of nominations. These are all really fantastic screenplays. And yeah. Inside Lou and Davis stands out for me as a screenplay right. almost more than it does as a movie. A, as a yeah. movie because it's just an awesome screenplay. I was just going to say, if American Hustle wasn't on this list, I would easily get behind Inside Lou and Davis. Right. Just and, uh, and the same thing... Her. It's yeah. it's a very very cool screenplay, and even Nebraska, which Nebraska is it has hit the world at a bad time too, because yeah. in another year in some other place, that movie would be getting a lot more attention yeah. than it is. But this is one of those years where it, you know any of these movies, if they had to contend with any a list of any other movies, like they all would win, mm -hmm. except that they're all up against each other. It's right. really an impressive year. Right here. Okay. Uh, moving up to Best Director. We've got, uh, now we're getting into it. Just because this will take forever, I'm just going to go with uh, the movies just to list them off. And right. We can talk about who it is. Gravity, Captain Phillips, Her, 12 Years a Slave, American Hustle, and The Wolf of Wall Street. And, you know, as much as I've, as much as I've talked about um, Directing versus the movie, you know, and, right. and a lot of times it's uh, I loved that movie, so I'm nominating that for best director, and I might not even know who directed it or right. or matter. whatever, right? Yeah. As long as you like the movie, then it must have been well directed, mm -hmm. right? 
And you know, for me, and boy, will I, I guess, get emailed. I don't think The Wolf of Wall Street was that well-directed, frankly. I don't think that I would watch that movie and go, well, there's good directing, and and everyone's gonna gonna hate me. Not not nominated directing. It's certainly not bad directing. It's not uh, poorly directed. I, it doesn't have yeah. major problems where you might watch it and not know and go, "Hell, this director, right?" <laughs> yeah. It's not bad, but I I didn't think it was great directing. I think it helps to know where, and I don't profess obviously to know this information at all. I'm just guessing. I think it helps to know what Scorsese planned to do with the in order to really know whether or not he did it or he didn't. Like, because we talked about this possibly a lot. because like, it's I think so complicated I, I and crazy that he could have been trying to do ten different things. I can really see a and couple intentions. Who knows of his if it worked? That may not have been your average intention. And if he right. intended to do that, then this is a masterpiece. And I'm not getting behind <laughs> it by saying right. without that it can be. It wasn't for me. But if I know the intent behind that and it changes the whole perspective of seeing it through that intent, then it could change it. But for me on this list, easily, The Wolf of Wall Street and Captain Phillips don't have a chance against the others. Now it's just a feeding frenzy. And it's been really right. weird to see so much get behind, and, uh, to see so many get behind gravity. And the, the, tr- the truth blown my mind. The truth man. there is, here, here's the weird thing about this list. If we... Captain Phillips, which has no chance, and I don't think deserves it anyway. Um, And we take off the Wolf of Wall Street, which I don't think can win. I don't either. The only way that's going to win is, uh, and it's more unlikely still to win Critics' Choice. Right. Uh, When we get the Academy Awards, then you get those things where people just want to vote for Scorsese because they want him to win something. Right. Doesn't matter what the movie is. Um, not that that ever happens at the Academy Awards. I'm just saying uh, <laughs> they, are, they are a foundation. Put a big asterisk by everything I say. But I don't really think that has a big chance of winning. And then you move to, I'm not sure at this point, 12 Years a Slave can win. Because I know a lot of people oh. want that to win. Yeah. It it very much yeah. deserves to be nominated. Yeah. But I think we're at the point... I mean, this is just predicting, right? Not, not yeah, saying no, what should win. But I think at this point, it was uh, long ago, and the focus has shifted by now. I think if this was... Uh, you know, it's one of those things yeah, where yeah. If, if this just had just come out, it'd be a different story. Right. But I think that the feeling has kind of shifted, and I don't know if people are hanging on to that You really think through the year. American Hustle is the judge really going to be hard to beat in the major categories. I do, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do, too. I'm I'm not, I think for a lot of things, it is. And now, the, only, the only contender against it, though, is in most categories, 12 Years a Slave. Right. Like, strangely in, in enough, a lot of things, yeah. they, they match up. As far as the director goes, now, here's the thing. A lot of people want to vote for Gravity. And that blows my mind. And... <laughs> Like my mind is like my mind explodes like a scene in Gravity with all the debris flying everywhere. Like I'm, right. a, it's a good film for what it is, but I'm no way it should be in the category of this stuff. Right, and uh, I think no I think it's another one, uh, just sort of like Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street has, uh, you know, Martin Scorsese. Gravity has Alfonso Cuarón, who's not quite Martin Scorsese in the category of people just voting for him just to vote for him. Right. But Gravity has 
a lot of people love it. Yeah. And they just want to vote for it being the best directed movie because they want it to be the best picture, right. I think. Right. I don't think people are I agree. especially legitimately voting for that as, as a director. I will say this, even though I'm against it. I will say that for the job that he had to do and the end result that he showed... He was an amazing director to do what he did. Right. Like in a in a strange way, I'm single handedly also saying he should get it. it it's because in it's a very definitely specific it's, avenue. It's that's definitely the most hard job. Poorly directed. No, it's it, an it's, amazing it's, thing. It's very well directed. But if you if you really want to look at uh, what really should be nominated in yeah. this list, for it's her Twelve Years a Slave and American Hustle are the three that really should be nominated. And I think for what's going to win, her has big kinds of mojo right now. Yeah. Her is like what people are talking about. Spike Jones has already won certain awards uh, as director, so he's got he's got the you know the momentum right, right. now is with him, okay. which is so strange for this kind of movie for anyone to get massive you know kind of juggernaut yeah. force mm-hmm. at any point. For a weird sci-fi movie that practically has one person in it, and they love and 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 voting bodies love films like that where it's kind of quirky, just enough to bring in the genre, right? But it's got foundations of really solid acting and award winners. Typically, the film that you know that is an incredible ensemble with Hollywood beloved, and that's what American Hollywood right, has. and that's and that's what we that's what we've got going up against going each to, other. If you were going to put these two films in a fight and you were going to say look who what kind of creature can beat her it is american hustle like, right that's the perfect creature. and that's what and that's what i think is going to do that, it that's what i think is going to happen except uh <laughs> i think that the voting body of the critics choice movie awards is just slightly more likely to vote for her than, may, than american hustle They've i think i think those people May yeah. go for her, mm-hmm. so, but it it's really kind of a toss up between those yeah. two. I think uh, as far as predicting, I think it's right, right now it's practically a coin flip. As to what's going to happen? And the interesting thing about that is whatever happens, it's not going to mean anything for the Academy Awards. Right. And the Critics Choice Movie Awards usually do. Yeah. They are they, they are, are a precursor to really it. strong predictor of yep. what's going to win the Academy Awards. Yeah. And this time and it's hard to predict. I actually, for my money, would give it to American Hustle. Yeah. I think as far as if we're really going to seriously look at directing, mm-hmm. I think that's who I would give it to. Even though I you know, really like her and right. really like the directing of it too. Um, you know, the weird thing about the directing of her is that even though I think it's really well done, it doesn't stand out as much yeah. in a lot of ways. It doesn't do... Uh, it doesn't do a lot of flashy things. It doesn't put together a lot of scenes in a way that you go, okay, oh, yeah. that was well directed, right? So what's weird about that too is like that's both a pro and a con because because there's nothing like right, that. Right, right. That's because Spike is seamlessly exactly. You right. never see the puppet string. I mean, it's funny to talk both for and against all of it. Like, I, I can come up with arguments against. Uh, American Hustle too. It's just there. Are, it, there's so many fun things to take a perspective. It, it's on. massively got the momentum. And then uh, okay, so moving on. This is gonna like take the whole time. It is. Uh, anyway, um, mm-hmm. ensemble. Now we're not gonna talk about that a lot. Right. But the only reason that I kind of want to talk about that is 
the Critics' Choice Movie Awards have the award for Best Acting Ensemble. Not everyone has such an award. Yeah. Um, and the nominees are uh, American Hustle, Orange County, Lee Daniels, The Butler, Nebraska, Twelve Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. And the reason I want to talk about that uh, real quick is that there are certain movies in here that are nominated just because there are several famous people in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they really are, You though. mean the butler. There are... I mean the butler. I mean Osage uh, August Osage County. And, well, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know. Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, yeah, the Wolf of Wall Street, I don't know that we so many like big names involved with it that it that it gets moved like that but August Osage County and Lee Daniels the butler you don't even have to see the movie a lot of people who voted right. to nominate this right they yeah. didn't even have to see it you just have to see a list of the names and go, we'll see right and some of the people in both those movies are not actually doing good work I don't think <laughs> But does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> because Never I think this one, if there was ever a movie that should win this award, if we just came up with this award right now yeah. just because we saw this movie and said there should be an award for that. Right. I think it's American Hustle. Yeah. I think everyone in that movie is so strong. Yeah. And sure, they're big names that everyone knows, but they're actually doing yeah, I mean, they're I actually giving great performances and, and doing yeah. it really well. In a very strange way, it's good to see Nebraska get on this list because there are great performances in it. There's great actors and actresses in it. It's just so quirky, weird. Right. It's almost and like they're, seeing, not, they're not all the superstar names. No. They're I mean, names that you know and yeah. they're people that you've seen Even before, the names you maybe, don't know, like right? when, they go, when they go to uh, you know, his in-laws... And his brother is just always on the couch. His brother, his wife, and their two kids. <laughs> right, right. Loved every scene those guys were right. in. And they're not great actors. Right. Or maybe they're the greatest actors of all because they're pretending to be very <laughs> right, right. And if they're really not like that, then they deserve Oscars. And, you know, even Bruce Dern. And, you know, not Amazing. not to say, not to try and take anything away from Bruce Dern or anything. whatever, right? Yeah. Because he's fantastic, he's right? Absolutely he, he still is not quite the name. Right. That would be on a list where you would go, well, I have to nominate that because, look, Bruce Dern, he's, he's and that, gonna, that doesn't even mean he shouldn't be. He no, should be, right? We'll have a different conversation when the Oscars come up, but you know as well as I do, they love like Bruce Dern. Exactly. He's, so many actors who have right. gotten nothing their whole career and they make one last hit. Right. They're Ex- like, you know what, that your he is, award. Right, exactly. He's largely like a character actor mm-hmm. who's too good to actually character actor right. but but not like flashy enough to be that we're gonna make him a star and in, in yeah. everything but he's so good in, yeah. in everything he's in anyway i just wanted to say that yeah. because if american hustle doesn't win that right well then the fifth i mean, I mean serious right. something has gone wrong yeah and uh, we got best young actor actor actress mm. for the critics choice and Few other people have that. We're not even going to go through those, no. except that uh, I I think it's cool that we yeah. have that award because uh, those those are all our can't get nominated awards, yeah, right? because they're not. But they should get some they recognition. Get okay, um, best supporting actress. Okay, so we've got uh, her, American Hustle, Twelve Years a Slave, August Osage County, Nebraska, and Lee Daniels the Butler. And this is this is the one that uh, yeah. the Golden Globes. 
had the controversy because uh, they said Scarlett Johansson is not eligible to be nominated for her. Right. And and other than that, I guess there's well, not, and, not really. And the reason for that is that she never physically makes an appearance. Right. She's, she's only she's a boy on screen. Right. And which, which is a stupid rule. Uh, right. Which on record. Which I hate that if you were going to have a rule like like that. Now to me, it's like if you wanted to have the rule be that she's not on screen like for X amount of time, right. maybe that could make sense because yeah. then you can translate that into, uh, you know, other people who they're only on screen for like two minutes mm-hmm. right. and, and they don't talk through the whole rest of the movie too, right? right? Because however long they're on screen is however long they're on screen. Right. And you might have a rule and say, look, they're only on screen for two minutes they, how much support could they be? Whatever right. story you want to tell, who knows what, 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 what it is. Yeah. But the craziness about this is, like, I think I even mentioned this on the show before, is that, you know, if she if they'd have just flashed her picture on the computer screen at the beginning for two seconds, that would have qualified. then they would have said, if you've seen the movie, you know, um, if well, he goes through the starting up of, of uh, getting his computer going with the right. new iOS... Asks him a bunch of questions, and then she talks to him. And he he says like, "What's your name?" Right. And she reads all the names in the universe and picks one in like one second or yeah. whatever it is. And if somewhere in that process, they you know the the weird voice says, "Do you want a male voice?" Female voice, and he says, "Female." And then if she had just popped up on the screen and said, "Do you want to have a face or not yeah. have a face or right. whatever?" Do you want to have a Here's a, been like, right, exactly. And he goes, "Eh, no, yeah, that's a waste." Yeah. And then she'd be gone, and then boom, she's in. She's <laughs> she could have been. My, my quick rage. My quick thirty-second kind of denouement of this is really what it says is the best supporting actress. Actress, what you're doing is you're rewarding the performance that you think was the best. Sometimes that performance is not seen. Like it right. doesn't mean that she wasn't in it. It didn't. Mean and in a lot of ways, her performance is the hardest of all because she can't emote anything other than her voice, right. which she does beautifully. It's it's all it's almost like if you had a movie and for whatever reason you had you know some uh, special character, whether it was for an odd reason or maybe she was just you know born without the ability to talk right. or there's some weird reason that she can't talk or whatever, and she's in the whole movie. But she never talks. Right. And you said, well, she doesn't speak. So well, that would be like Marley Matlin back in, back in the day when she right. started out. would be like, right. she never says anything, so she's not really acting. Right. Like, except, so except she does talk, and then, right. and then there would be like another, now we're not politically correct. But, but I mean, if she literally never right. even tried to communicate in any way, right. she just, except for like looking at you right. and emoting that way or yeah. touching people. Who knows? Whatever she's Whatever. doing, right? But they said, well, she doesn't talk, so she's not right. eligible. It's, it's just like, it's exactly. so weird because the implication is a performance, and she gives a great performance. Right. It shouldn't be a physical performance. It doesn't have to have that kind of... Right. So, we, so okay, we've got Jennifer right. Lawrence in American Hustle, where, uh, you know, some people might want to say she's not quite in the movie enough, except yeah. that you get towards the end, and then she's at least in it a little more. Right. A lot of times, this this categories, supporting actor and supporting actress, where uh, all of a sudden certain people will get weird backlash for just these reasons. Right. Like, people will get mad that they're not on screen enough. Right. They were just barely in the movie. Why are they getting nominated? And uh, then, you, then you've got a series 
I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name. I'll do it wrong, but it's Lupita Nyong'o. And uh, that's 12 Years a Slave. Julia Roberts, uh, August Osage County, uh, June Squibb, Nebraska, Oprah Winfrey, Lee Daniels, the butler. Mm -hmm. And there are two on here that irritate the critic. Yep. And they are Julia Roberts and Oprah Oprah Winfrey. Neither of them do good work, I don't think. Neither of them are great in their movies. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. You can can email me and uh, and tell me I'm... Right. <laughs> support you support your yeah. answer. I don't think I think both of them are fine. They're not bad. They're not terrible. You're not watching they the movie going, Oh my god, where the, right. did they pick this person up off the street right. and throw them in or something? Right. I mean they're good. Neither one of them are are someone where you watch that movie and go, a she needs to be nominated, right? They're yeah. just names. I I think I, I agree. I agree. You know, I, I don't think either of them distract or detract from the films that they're in. But when you think about the category, like when they're in the scenes, do they elevate it? Do they bring something to the story? Is right. That, are is they happening? Are they really? Is is everything that happens really significantly right. better when because they're, they're there, as opposed to who might have been doing it? Right? Is I, it are yeah. they really pulling it off? I know your, at least I think I know who your money would be on in this race, and I am going in a different way. I think it's Lupita Nyong'o for Twelve Years a Slave. I I think that I think she I think she has a lot of backers. It's an emotional backing. She a, she has a lot of people who want to vote for her. Yeah, and uh, and you know the the <laughs> my prediction yeah is not that it's going to be Scarlett Johansson right on. And you have to think, in this particular case, uh, where it's the critic's choice, right. in this particular case, if a lot of the voters also vote for her, you've got the people who are like legitimately right. voting for her and think she should win. You get enough voters who are just voting because the Golden Globes right. ruled her out. Awesome. I think there could be a lot of votes there, and yeah. she might pull it out. You don't really I think it's really... Down to those two, though. I I agree. What really stinks for the next one is I feel really bad if she wins. If Scarlett Johansson wins this, it has nothing to do with her not deserving it. My immediate and continual reaction will be she got it because they're telling the Academy, and and, and that's what and that's what everyone will think. And it and really and a bummer, yeah, because she deserves it if she gets it, right. And if she does, I'm still going to think it was a statement, not an award. Right. Which I think. I so think bad. as far as predictions go, I think that it's it's down. She to, can't win, man. It's like, down to it. those two. I don't think Jennifer Lawrence. No. She's not. She is good. Yeah. But even in this ensemble of people right. uh, who are good, I don't think that she especially stands out in this even uh, to the extent that like in right. uh, Silver Linings Playbook she was awesome Amazing in, that, yeah. in this I didn't think she was awesome I thought she was really good it's it's almost mm-hmm. the same sort of thing as, as like Julie Roberts and uh, Oprah yeah. Winfrey although I like her better than either of them yeah. but it's the same kind of category yeah. she was really good was awesome and deserves to win. I thought she was really great in it, and I thought she was in it to support all the other scenes she needed, but her performance in this is not as crucial as others in their films. Right. And for me, that's it. And so, now, but my pick, though, right, 
actually is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I, I think she actually gives the best supporting actress performance yeah. of the year. Yeah. So there's that. There you go. Uh, supporting actor. Okay, we've got uh, Captain Phillips, uh, Rush, American Hustle, Twelve Years a Slave, Enough, and uh, Dallas Buyers Club. And this, for me, is like the exact opposite of the original screenplay yeah. uh, problem we had. But there, everyone should win. And yeah. here, I don't actually think anyone should win. I now you're. Who do you pick out of these people? Not really who gave the best. You know, the Captain Phillips one was almost, he got a lot of attention right after mm-hmm. that first came out. And a lot of people were talking about him and everything. And and I don't think it's that good. I think he was good. And the movie was, in, in a way, goodish or in, whatever. Yeah, in a way, Abdi is being recognized for holding his own and, in fact, maybe in a couple of those scenes, really outdoing Tom Hanks. Like, right. what you do is you put a rookie who nobody knows up against a pro and you're like, wow, he held his own. Right. Let's throw him. And, and that deserves recognition because he's really good in that film. And for the role he has in that movie, he sells it perfectly. Like, right. he is that guy. And, man, what a hard year to be this, nominated this for is, stuff. I mean, this, this, is, is, a, this is, is a thing. This is the opposite... This is the hardest one. And it is really hard to pick. I think if we're predicting, right, I think Bradley Cooper has this fairly locked up just because it's because nothing stands out as what I want to vote for. And everyone wants to vote for American Hustle for everything they can. It's hard to remember because sometimes you have to not just play the game, but you have to play the person playing it. Like, I have to remember this is the critic's choice. Right. And not the Globes, not the Oscars. Right, right. Because in another argument, I would say, man, Jared Leto is in. Like, people have talked about him. If you you have the right group of people voting, it could be him. And this could be that group of people. You've also got Michael Fassbender in 12 Years a Slave. He was awesome. And he was actually really awesome. And he's awesome in general. Uh, I like oh, him, yeah. I like him a lot. The man. I like him a lot in general, and he really was really good in this. But this is one of those things where I don't know that this movie yeah. or he have enough attention right now yeah. to to pull him through actually winning it. What really, for prediction's sake? Yeah, right? I agree. What really stinks about that is it's nice to finally see Rush get a little bit of accolade. Daniel Bruhl is amazing in it. And, yeah. And, Every single one of these guys deserves some award for the role that they did in these films. That movie would be totally different if he wasn't in it. He seriously is is astoundingly good in it, and it's never going to happen for him. He's not going to get this because this no. is the worst year. And, and you know to what, be in this lion's den. You know what's weird too is that uh, as soon as he got nominated, all of a sudden for like a week, week and a half or something, he had a lot of people talking about him, yeah. and it was very weird. Yeah. It was almost like no one wanted to talk about the movie, even. Yeah, the, right. the, the, no, movie, the movie itself it was not a big thing. As soon as he gets nominated, it's almost like people wanted to talk about the movie, yeah. but they just wouldn't. It was just like, whatever with that movie. Like, no one would start talking about it, so <laughs> yeah. no one talked about it. Right. And then all of a sudden, we had an excuse to start talking about it. So then everybody talked about it and I, thought he was great. I still I think Jared Leto is... is I think he's going to get it. I think this is a crazy one to try and predict. This is the hardest one, but I this think is, he's going to get it. To really predict this one is like madness right yeah. now. Because this could go any different. Anyone who won this award, you wouldn't be surprised. Right. 
No, what? Right. How did that happen? Yeah, no. And for the exact opposite reason, I think, of origi- anyone could win original screenplay, and I wouldn't go, oh, that's crazy, right? right? Who'd you buy off? But exactly, right. but Jared Leto, um, you know, for me, Jared Leto quite stand out enough in I the movie it. I know. For, for my own pick, right? I it's just, not my personal and he's pick. I just great, think he's going to do it. Right? No, he's really good, but I don't know that he stands out. The weird dark horse is uh, people voting for Jason just because they want to vote for him. It's a sentimental vote, yeah. And he actually is very good in that movie, just like he's good. He everything. was good in everything. Yeah. But I, I don't even know. I don't even know that that stands out as, as something that stands out, right, even right, among his own work. Right. right? It's not even like that's the best thing he ever did in the last couple of years yeah. or or whatever. But yeah. and and it's a good movie, and it's a movie that a lot of people like, and a lot of people are going to find themselves unhappy that. Don't even know what it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they want to vote my, for it for that. My feeling is with you. It's got to be between Bradley Cooper and Jared Leto. Uh, Leto, and and I can't imagine American Hustle without Bradley Cooper. He's so perfectly right. Good in it. And I can't imagine. I can't imagine Dallas Buyers Jared Leto. Yeah. God, I keep saying Leto. Leto, whatever. Jared. And it's just there's something there. There's a knee-jerk reaction. There's something in my gut that just says Dallas Buyers Club was really good, and it's getting some additional buzz, but it's not getting enough. And, and I think that's and, be and you know Dallas Buyers is also one of those movies. That obviously, McConaughey's getting a lot of attention right. for it too. That's one of those movies that people want to vote for it for something. Yeah. And it's like, where do we find in another year what we're going to do? Right. right. In, in another, another, in another year, year, that would be, be different. An amazing. This one, uh, so like we said, you, you know, this one, I think it kind of is down to those two, but yeah. I almost wonder if this, in some weird fluke of voting, right, isn't one where, like you said before, right. where those two don't cancel each other out, kind yeah. of, and uh, let Rush squeak through. I would Because I, would, I know a lot of people want to vote for him, too. Yeah. And I'm wondering if, like, the two big, that might, those man. two so big weird. things might kind of cancel each other out, except... I I just feel in my gut yeah. that uh, Bradley Cooper has a lot of momentum to overcome right now. Don't they? And do, so does American Hustle. Sure, that's all. Right. Don't they do that kind of like the Oscars? That early on in the Oscars in the evening they do Best Supporting Actor. Like it's one of the first major awards that's done. Like isn't isn't the Critics' Choice like that too? I think so. It's it's, 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 it's an early. It'll be nice uh, to among see. the big ones. Yeah. Because I know you know most of the time you start seeing these big chain events like everybody in one film gets right, nominated right. or something and if it wins early you're like it's that night. Right. You know so it'll be right. interesting to see who takes that. Yeah. I, I don't know. But but who pick? Uh, we know we know the prediction pick. But oh, who, but, but who do you think it should be really for that one? I think it should be Bradley Cooper. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, uh, you know, I really think if I have to try and be honest and I get to pick the award, only my vote that matters, I think I really would give it to Fassbender. Yeah. I, I think he, Nothing, I don't have it. I can't even. I'm, I think. I agree. He, I think he like, is. I'm, I'm in agreement with everyone. If you said know, everyone, I, could have like, said anyone. I agree. Like, I'm behind it all. This is the worst category because everybody's so amazing. I, he he really stands out in that movie for me too. And, I used to and, think of it like that too. I used to say, you know, when we would do, you know, with you, you don't like Oscar bets, but lists and stuff. I would always say, imagine yours is the only vote. Right. Like yours is going to be who gets it. Right. Now tell me who, you know, 
because it's right. not like I think the critics will do this or the Academy. Right. Just you. I yeah. I think if I had to do it, Great. I just <laughs> he just really impressed me yeah. in that movie. And he's it's not like it's the first time he's impressed me. It's cool. He's a young guy. Okay, this is he's clearly all we're going to do. So it's a good thing we gave our ratings. Yeah. Out. Um, okay, best actress. Uh, we've got Blue Jasmine, Gravity, Philomena, Short Term Twelve, August Osage County, and uh, Saving Mr. Banks. And I have a lot of problems with a lot of these Don't too. Don't vent for too long on this. I'm. I know you. We've only get, we've only got two more. Okay. And there's no time anyway. You've got a lot of venting. Uh, I don't need to vent a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't even need to vent all that much. Yeah. Sandra Bullock getting nominated for this really irritates it me. It offends me. And it, it irritates me even more that it's the Critics' Choice Awards. It, the Academy Awards? I'd go, whatever. You know, I mean. The Academy darling. Whatever. Academy voters. When you consider the people. Who, how many votes there are for nominations in the Academy Awards? Right. It's like it's hard to be yeah. for certain right. things like this, right? right. Um, but there's just no way that she deserves it. Not, right. I, I don't think so. I don't think she deserves even to be nominated. Right. If she were to win, it's the oh, end of the world. God. Yeah, I know. But now problem with saying that is that who is she really screwing if she wins? And that is ugly, too. That's yeah. an ugly question for me, because yeah. uh, for me, and, and this will be weird, because I will start with my answer. <laughs> she will be screwing Chet, who oh, should God. win. Yeah, I really think she should win, among these choices. Right. Not necessarily that she's even who should win if I get to pick out anybody. But, right, right. But, um, Judy Dench was really good in Philomena. Yeah. But I'm on the fence on this one as to whether or not she's even that great that among all of the female you know female acting that happened this year, right, that she should get nominated versus is she just getting nominated because she's Judy. But that said, she's really she is really good. The two that don't work there for me that it's not for me anyway a close call are uh, Meryl Streep and Emma Thompson mm-hmm. uh, in August Osage County and Saving Mr. Banks I think both of them are just name nominations yeah uh, I don't think and not that Emma Thompson isn't that no. serviceable right <laughs> she does the job that's an interesting adjective she does the job perfectly well yeah first of all I think she, as much there's a theoretical emotion going on in this movie. Yeah. I think she has easy work to do. I don't think right. this is the hardest role that ever came down the pike or even that she has ever done herself. Right. And I don't think it's really impressive. I think it's uh, it, it's it's like a movie. It, whoever did it would have been nominated. You know what I mean? Whoever was in this role in this movie would have right. gotten nominated because it's that movie. Yeah. It's the movie people want to vote for whoever was mm-hmm. doing whatever they were doing. And I don't think it's that hard a role, and I don't think she's all that awesome. There were even times during the movie. Now, like I said, she does perfectly fine. She does a good job. It, it's an okay movie. I didn't love the movie. There were times that I didn't want it to be her. There were yeah. times scenes in the movie where I actually specifically thought I wish somebody else would be doing that, which is not the same as Tom Hanks, and I don't think he should have been nominated either. <laughs> but at least I liked him a lot in it, right. and, I, and I thought he was doing a much different thing. Yeah. Anyway, so for me, it's really Kate 
or you know possibly Brie Larson. She's kind of like she's kind of like the one that could slip in if everybody cancels each other out. I think and it, it could be. I know there's going to be a lot of people voting for everyone in this. Yeah, and I, know, I can't. I, know, I can't imagine this is Canada going. Look. This is going to be one of those things where, like, in this specific category, the person who wins Best Actress got like. 18% of the vote. Right. Versus everybody and else. You, and i got to tell you, I see Meryl Streep doing that. As yeah. Much as, as much very, as, as, very much much as could be. Argument yeah. for stuff he, it's partly the name, it's partly the subject matter, it's partly watching her just curse and be angry because no one's right. ever seen her do that, you know, on screen much. Maybe not for a long time anyway, right? And I think not just because she's Meryl Streep, but because Meryl Streep did it. I think that's... And I and I think that's uh, one thing now, especially when we get to the Academy Awards versus yeah. the Critics' Choice Awards. Right. I think uh, she's in one of those places where man, what a sweet spot for her. Where this is where she gets her Lifetime Achievement Award early. Yeah. Because they're just going to yeah. give her an award, and right. and she's good enough All for right. that. Anyway. Um, yeah. So anyway, I think among these choices, it should be Kate uh, Blanchett. Yeah. She's really good in Blue yeah. Jasmine. Um, okay, Best Actor: uh, American Hustle, Nebraska, Twelve Years a Slave, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, and All Is Lost. And this one is a really weird. It, it's a weird year for this one, just because usually when it's Best Actor or Best Actress mm-hmm. in, in either category, there are usually a couple where you go, oh, oh. right, you know. Neither of them really have that this year. I I don't think. I think Christian Bale actually should win. Yeah. I think he may, and the sad thing there, like you were saying before, is if he wins, I think it's mostly just because people love American Hustle, even though he actually deserves it, which is just bizarre, right? And it's the same thing, like you said, with Scarlett Johansson. She actually deserves it, but she may not win it right. And I think Christian Bale deserves it, but he may not win it right. Right. And other than that... uh, Bruce Dern is great. I don't think Tom Hanks uh, should have gotten nominated. And I actually kind of don't think Robert Redford should have I, either, even though, you know, he is good in it. He is he is good. But I think he does one of the hardest jobs this year in acting that film, just because of so much that he has to do that he can't, you know. But right. I, I'm leaning away. I love Christian Bale, and I love American Hustle. I still think Chiwetel Ejiofor is going to get it. I think, uh, I, think gonna, I don't think it's going to be thrown in the I, think I don't if, think it's a concession. If, if I think we're he's going, get it. if we're going seriously, prediction. Yeah, I think that's my prediction. I think it's very possible. Okay. Yeah. I think that uh, it's even more possible if we're looking at uh, whether he gets the Golden Globe or the Oscar. I think it's a little bit right. less of a sure thing. Um, Choice. choice right? I think the critics' choice. It's really, it's really down to those two. I agree. It's uh, Christian Bale versus right. versus him, and it's it. Yeah, almost a coin flip, but I pretty close. My prediction is that American Hustle is going to take it. I not even that Christian Bale takes it. My big film, you know, for all these things across the board is almost American Hustle in every category. Right. Like I want American Hustle to win everything it can, but I just think. His performance was too good emotionally, and they love, you know, well, I, I think that's going to sneak in. As, as we talked about, um, and this is this is why I think I'm going to try and give a lot of credit to the critics, right, uh, who are members of the Broadcast Film Critics Association. I'm going to try and give them a lot of credit, and, and here's 
even we talked about this when American Hustle came out and we were reviewing it. Yeah. He does awesome work yeah. in this movie, but he has a role where it's right. a little bit harder to really watch that role and go, wow, he's doing great acting. Right. It's not quite that role. And in the Golden Globes and uh, the Oscars, I think that hurts you yeah. more than I'm yeah. hoping <laughs> it does the for, for the critics. So, so it could be easily that either one of them wins all three awards, or yeah, any absolutely. any way that they split all those yeah. all those awards, it could go any kind of crazy way. Yeah. But I think it's still down to them for all of them, uh, for for anyone. And uh, of course, the Golden Globes, it's a weirder with the split of the best actor and how that works. But anyway, all right, let's see if we can do this in six. All right, best picture. Yeah, we've got like six minutes and best picture, and maybe it won't be all that hard because we've talked about all I the movies so much, so much. Anyway, we've got uh, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her. Inside Lewin Davis, Nebraska, Saving Mr. Banks, 12 Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. And if we look at uh, the movies that really don't deserve to be nominated <laughs> and, and, yeah. and get them out. I love how we just have the, the dis- I've decided that they, <laughs> that they don't deserve to be nominated. And I think at the same time have extremely little chance of winning. Yeah, I'm going to say. Well, it's going to be The Wolf of Wall Street, Saving Mr. Banks, Gravity, and Captain Phillips. Yes. <laughs> I know you exactly. Well. Except the only caveat to that is that I it would not be the craziest thing that ever happened if Gravity went insane. Except, once again, I'm hoping right, that, that the critics crazy. will not do that. Right. But uh, for the or the Oscars, mm-hmm. there is that chance that, that people could go crazy with yeah. gravity because no one will shut up about it. Right. And so obviously <laughs> right. it's on their mind. They yeah. like it. You know, lots of people love it. So there yeah. is that chance. Those other ones that you mentioned, I don't think really have any chance of winning. Okay. Nebraska, I don't think has any chance of winning. Nebraska is great. Yeah. And and hooray for it getting nominated. It's right? and it's awesome, but it's not going to... But I don't think it actually has any chance yeah. of winning. And, uh, you know, Dallas Buyers Club, for me, I don't feel like it really should win. Uh, I'm okay with it getting nominated. I don't think it's actually anything that I want to say is the best movie of the year, right? Uh, could it really win? It's a lot of people who want it to win. So, And a lot yeah. of people talk about it a lot. Um, so we're down to uh, American Hustle, Her, Inside Lewin Davis, and 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. All of which have already won lots of um, really cool stuff. Including Her has won uh, Best Picture right. in, in a lot of stuff. I think, actually, if you look uh, across the boards of the things that have happened already, you know, whether it's... Uh, uh, various, like, Guild Awards right. th- that have already happened or... Uh, Group awards yeah. or or things like the, the National Border Review, yada yada. I think all of those movies have been Best Picture already. Yeah. So you're down to like the ones that have pulled off Best Picture, and now it's like prediction versus what do you think will really win or or what do you think should really win is really tricky. And and for me, I actually really think that what's going to win this is her. I think that her oh. is going to win nice. Best Picture. Yeah. 
Of course, American Hustle still has the hugeness going on behind it, right? But her has a very recent Best Picture win and mm-hmm. Spike Jones Best Director win uh, with the National Review Awards and even other awards, I think. Yeah. It, it, I think it won Best Picture in something else. Yeah. I think it's got this kind of like critic want to loving itness that yeah. I think it could pull it out. It would be cool if it could, but it won't. It, it's going to come down to, for me, 12... No, and I love her, but it's just, I can't see it beating the two in the room, which... And I'm going to do this real quick, because I think we can be done in two minutes. 12 Years a Slave and American Hustle are going to dominate pretty much every major thing that they can get their hands on. And in this right. instance, I actually feel like 12 Years a Slave has a good shot at this. I'm going to go with American Hustle, because I think that's how it's going to go as a prediction... But right. if I wake up and I see 12 Years a Slave as one, I'm not going to at any second. No, like, absolutely. Oh, wow. And and actually, all so, all of I'm those at. movies, uh, as a prediction, you predict 12 Years a Slave. Is, is that what you're saying? As a prediction, I predict American Hustle. Oh, okay. But I would not be stunned at all if 12 Years a Slave got it. No, I think uh, all of those movies, American Hustle, uh, Her, yeah. 12 Years a Slave, and even Inside David. I agree. Any of those four movies could win, and I would I would I'll not be, be shocked. Yep. I'll, right? I'll be very happy. Um, my prediction is her. Yeah. I think it's going to take this award. That'd be cool. And if it did. I, I think it's I think it's going to. I think that's how play out. Yeah. That's not necessarily my pick, but I think that's how things play oh. out. What's your pick? We got a minute left. For, what's your pick for what do you want to be the best picture? What I, should I win? want American Hustle. Yeah, I really do. I want it. I want it to take it. Okay. Now here's the crazy thing because I want American Hustle to win. Yeah. But I also want her and Inside the Windows to win. Davis to win. I want, you know, it, <laughs> all right. We got 45. So get, yeah, get, it's hard. <laughs> if I'm picking, yeah. I am picking American Hustle. Yeah. But it's really tricky on the prediction, like we said. Any of those four could win, and yeah. and you'd be right there. I really think it I might know, be it's going to be fun. Anyway, uh, we we did not cover the movies. No. We covered them a little bit, a little and that bit. counts. But for right now, today, for possibly tomorrow, what people want to know is the award stuff anyway, right. I think. And uh, I think we covered things pretty well and got some stuff out. We're really about to run out of time. So thanks a lot for tuning in. I'd love to get some responses on what actually happened, what we thought was going to happen, and all that good stuff. Yeah. And uh, tune in next week. Thanks, goodbye. I think we ran out of time anyway. Um, yeah, I would really, really love to get some questions, feedback, yeah. what's going to, you know, some questions about sense. what's going to happen is the Golden Globes are starting in a few hours. Then we're going to have the Critics' Choice, and I right. think the uh, nominations for the Academy Awards come out Thursday morning. I, I think it's like the same. As, as the Critics' Choice. So I, before we get to next week, I'd love it if we got some uh, questions or comments or whatever about what's going to be different since we talked a lot about how things are going to play out differently. Right. You know, if you have your uh, comments, suggestions, questions, think we're crazy or whatever, love to hear more about it. And we will uh, be back, like we said, next week. I think what it comes down to is the uh, Jack Ryan movie, yeah. which actually looks interesting and horrible at the same time for me. And, and maybe we'll 
a bit, rather, from the stuff that we glazed over this week. Right. So we we, uh, we may cover the other movies a little bit more, right. and we've got to do um, our awards next right. week. So right. be sure and tune in for our own awards after you get... You'll have two awards under your belt already, two of the major awards, anyway. And then you can tune in for ours. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week, yeah. and uh, please, please, please... Share, subscribe, right. tell everyone you know, and uh, get your friends and enemies to tune in yeah. using any anything you can do. We will uh, see you next week. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Okay, bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.